Hi, and welcome to The Traveling Fool, the show that talks about travel destinations, the history, culture, and people of those destinations, and travel tips and news. I'm Bob Bales, and today we're talking about a small country town that has seen celebrities, outlaws, and fired the first shot in a revolution. Now, before we start, I want to let you know there are some links in the show notes for products that I use and helpful sites. A couple of them do pay me a small commission if you use them. But like I've said before, I'm never going to promote anything that I don't personally use. Now, I love visiting small towns and learning about their history. And there is a small town in Texas that has never had more than about 7,000 people living there, but can count among its citizens a young lady who was born there and went on to become a supermodel, actress, and a longtime partner of an iconic rock musician. I'm talking about Jerry Hall, who was born in this town in 1956 and went on to become the longtime girlfriend and partner of none other than Mick Jagger. Now, there's another person in this town who was just as famous in his time. In 1839, a fellow by the name of Phil Coe was born in this town. He became an Old West gambler, a businessman, and partner of gunfighter Ben Thompson out of Abilene, Kansas, and wound up getting killed by none other than Marshal Wild Bill Hickok in a gunfight in 1871. Now, in the early to mid-1950s, there was a young man that visited this town a couple of times. The first time this young wannabe singer visited, he was headed to another town to perform a gig. And he stopped by the hotel in town, grab a sandwich, and ask if he could, well, take a nap for a couple hours. The second time he came to town, he actually played a concert from the bed of a pickup truck for the citizens. The hotel where he stopped at is still standing and operating to this day, and there's a room decked out in memorabilia. Oh, the young man? Well, that would be the future king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. That same hotel hosted a famous crime duo by the name of Bonnie and Clyde in 1938. They got a room using aliases, because they really didn't want to be noticed too much. But, alas, somebody did and they wound up escaping through a window as the law was closing in. Another outlaw by the name of John Wesley Harden spent some time in the city jail before making an escape. Now, if you've never heard of John Wesley Harden, he was undoubtedly one of the deadliest of the Old West outlaws. He boasted of killing over 40 men, one of them for snoring too loud. He was arrested several times, escaped several times before being caught and sent to prison, where he was later pardoned and became a lawyer living in El Paso, where he finally died in a gunfight there. But perhaps the most historic event of this town occurred in the 1800s, when the town was a fledgling community. It would come under raids by local Indian tribes. In 1831, the Mexican government gave this town a small cannon to protect itself, but mainly make noise to scare off intruders. 
Fast forward to 1835, the seeds of Texas Revolution were brewing, and a provisional army had been raised. In September of 1835, the commander of all Mexican troops in Texas requested the cannon back. After the settlers refused, he sent 100 Mexican soldiers to retrieve the cannon. Now, in the meantime, fearing trouble, the settlers rounded up some help, and they had 140 men respond to defend the town and its cannon. On October 1st, with the Mexican troops camped just outside the settlement, the settlers decided to take the fight to the Mexican army and attack the camp. Raising a homemade flag with a crude drawing of a cannon and the words, Come and take it. The settlers fired their cannon and let loose a volley of gunfire. The Mexican commander, knowing he was outnumbered and deciding, well, the small cannon really just wasn't worth it, withdrew his forces before any more shots were fired. But this did become the first shot fired in the Texas Revolution. Now, the town I'm talking about is Gonzales, Texas, which is about 74 miles east of San Antonio, just south of Interstate 10, which means you have to really want to visit this town because it isn't something you pass zipping along on the interstate. The hotel where Elvis, Bonnie, and Clyde stayed is the Alcalde Hotel, just a couple of blocks from the town square. There's also the Gonzalez Memorial Museum, which houses the famous cannon as well as other historic artifacts. The old city jail is now a museum. It makes for an interesting tour. And you can also visit Pioneer Village, which sits just outside of town. It's a living history center with a collection of 1800s to early 1900-era houses and buildings to show you what life was like in early Gonzalez County. Gonzalez is a fun town to visit. It holds a lot of history, and it's one of the reasons I love visiting small towns. They don't always have flashy tourist attractions, and most are not on the interstate. You do have to travel the back roads to get to some of them. But when you visit them, you can learn about some interesting history and meet some interesting people. Now, before I go, I want to leave you with this thought. Next time you go somewhere on a trip... Look at taking some of the back roads and explore some of the smaller towns. If you travel anywhere, whether it's stateside or overseas, take some time and explore some of the smaller towns and you just might find some interesting history. Travel is about the people you meet, the stories you collect, and the memories that stay with you for years. So make your next trip and every trip afterwards a memorable one. Thanks for tuning in to the Traveling Fool podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and got something out of it that you can use. Please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe, and share it with your friends. And stay tuned for more tips, destinations, and travel news in our future episodes. Thanks again. 